The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister and the Executive Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. I've been in the midst of doing a series of interviews this year, uh, interviews with people who I feel as though are making a positive impact in the world making the world a better place than they found it. So today I have another guest, uh, somebody, a good friend. We go way, way back, you know, uh, and I want to introduce you, for those who don't know him, to the Truth Transforms audience. I have the Reverend Keith Russell Lee on line with us today. How are you doing there? I'm doing like God, which is always good, um, Galen. Good, good, good. So, you know, we're going to be talking about primarily about your uh, your book and your system, the Destiny System. But before we get into uh, the book and why is it important that people study this book and why is it important that people understand what it's about, could you give people a little bit of background about you and how they can find you? Yes, I am the senior um, teacher and minister of the Destiny Center for Spiritual Empowerment which is based in Washington, D.C. We also have a work in Philadelphia. Uh, my website is KRLM, my name, Keith Russell Lee, KRLM Ministries or KRLM.org. And you can be able to reach me there. My email address, I give you that too, KRLFaith at gmail.com. And, um, and Galen, yes, you're right. We do go back, way back, and actually you are, were my first teacher. And I want to say that in terms of as I was coming into the Enlightenment, as you know that I'm coming to the bookstore uh, every week and getting about 10 books to read in one week, and uh, you would always give me my bibliography. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So getting directly into the material, because I want to make sure people have uh, access to the material and and, and your information and consciousness, and if they want to call in, have the ability to ask questions. First of all, let me just ask you, what is the destiny system? The destiny system is 
are key spiritual principles and spiritual laws and techniques that give the individuals the ability to create the life they desire and deserve. It starts from the basic premise that we are spiritual beings living in a spiritual universe that's governed by spiritual law. And when we operate out of those, those spiritual laws, we can be able to create the life that we desire and deserve. Um, kind of how I got to that point was, of course, as you know, for over 20 years, I was in the traditional church. And from that standpoint, you know, it was like a lot of do's and don'ts. Uh, matter of fact, Luther, um, the reformer of the uh, Christian church, had said that Christianity is not a religion of rigorous constraints. But that was what I was getting. And uh, I realized that I, I was dealing with a lot of people that were were hurting or people that wanted to get to the next level. And they would come and it was all these do's and don'ts as opposed to how to walk in the fullness of all that really God and life in the universe provides for us. And so the destiny system is a system, a philosophy of living of key spiritual principles and techniques that I have put together and um, to show people how they can create that life they desire and deserve. Beautiful, beautiful. So that is the what. And I think you covered a little bit about the why. But I really want to kind of drill down on when when people are working with you with the destiny system uh, and you're, once you get past the this is a spiritual universe, you're a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. You know, uh, where do you start from there? What, what would be the next step for you where you say, OK, I got you, you got to get this to make this work? Right. The first thing is doing is really looking at your belief systems. Uh, what is it that you believe? Uh, everything, as you know, is done according to what we believe. And so, first of all, uh, I start with, you know, kind of unpackaging that, you know, the uh, the aspect of our mind, uh, the Bible shares that be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And for the most part, we have been conditioned and socialized or as Charles Fillmore shared that we have been. Uh, you know, the hypnosis of the human race consciousness has impacted us so much. And, and those beliefs are so deeply rooted. What I start with is really dissecting those limiting beliefs, beliefs of lack and limitation. And I uh, unpackage those and really eradicate them when you really begin to understand that you are a spiritual being and what our true spiritual nature is, which is divine looking at our belief systems and then changing them to a much more empowered belief system. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, I try to drill down to people on this show in class and sermons and workshops, et cetera, et cetera, is that belief is what you accept to be true. That's correct. It's not what is true. It's what you accept to be true. The challenge is what you believe you get to receive. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I love the fact that you are drilling down on belief because a lot of times people say they want a thing, but they don't address their real core beliefs, their real core values and how the world actually occurs to them based upon their own beliefs. Could you drill down a little bit more on that? Absolutely, because 
you know, it's something that we don't even really think about. Most of us operate subconsciously on autopilot, as we know, uh, as the subconscious mind operates. And so these things from zero to eight or how uh, initially was programmed us and we accepted them. We never asked if they were true or they were false, whether or not they were empowered or disempowered. We just accepted them and life became that for us. And and so uh, that is, as you say, uh, you know, the Bible says it's done all according to what we believe. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. So what shows up in our lives are based upon just what we believe. But yet we look at those beliefs and we uh, eradicate them. We destroy them. There's a verse in Second uh, Corinthians that says that we pull down strongholds and we bring every thought in the obedience of the Christ. And uh, I, I interpret that metaphysically as the Christ consciousness, that when we begin to understand that we are the Christ and we understand uh, what that all means for us to walk in the power of, of all that God is. Beautiful, beautiful. So in your book, and I, and I, I said before the call that I wasn't going to drill down on it, but, but I'll actually have a few questions that have popped in my head now that I've kind of settled. Mm-hmm. That I think really would kind of jump in uh, on what you're trying to get across you talk about in uh chapter five the presumptions of the destiny system can you speak a little bit to about it yeah that the particular pres- chapter right the presuppositions oh you i know- misspelled the word so let me just first of all just say that i misspelled i mispronounced that word <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's all right uh you know you are working from a draft so okay, so, okay. so so it may be me but what i would say is that you know presuppositions are our underlying beliefs and and what happens is that you know we have a lot of uh beliefs you know uh, about things but i give a, a series of beliefs that as i say you must accept without even giving thought without even going deeper into all of the um you know all of the fanfare but simply just accept them as 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 truth and amongst them are number one god is good you know i mean there should be no argument that god is is good you know right uh and so as i am living life i've got to know that god is good because you think about it you know uh if god is good god lives in me i'm a manifestation of god then my life is good you know it, it, it necessarily follows but if we have this concept of oh you know the world is a you know unfriendly place and you know that god is at war and the duality and all of those kind of things you know uh it, it causes conflict in our lives. And I really believe, Galen, the reason why people do not walk in the fullness of all that they can is because of this conflict of, of beliefs. So I start from presuppositions and saying, hey, look, just accept God is good. Accept, you know, God is all there is, that there is no situation, circumstance or spot where God is not. Just accept that as fact. You don't have to try to reason it out. You don't have to try to be able to analyze, you know. Um, look at love being the unifying force of all of life that creates harmony and unity and knowing that 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 love is is it will unify and bring us together. And when those basic things become those basic beliefs become who I am, you know, it opens up then life to then other things that we can have in terms of our lives. Beautiful, beautiful. 
So, so I think the the beautiful thing about understanding what you just taught is, for me, you just gave the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. There's some fundamentals to, I would say, new thought, you know, or the this Christian metaphysical, and even beyond, because new thought and Christian metaphysics are terms used to explain spirit, universal spiritual principles. They don't belong to any religion. They don't belong to any philosophy. They don't belong to any particular teaching. But I think it is the responsibility of the 21st century metaphysician to make sure that it's user-friendly, that it's systematic, and it's practical. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing now is, and I don't know if you're seeing it out in the world, is it seems to be a uh, a trend of people making it harder again. Yes. And that's kind of against <laughs> what Charles Fillmore and Ernest Holmes and, and you know, the, you know, even people who took some of our material, like a Napoleon Hill mm-hmm. or Norman Vincent Peale, who weren't new thought, but they, they, basically took the teachings and put it into their own format or context to make it uh, available for the people in their own, you know, own following, et cetera. Yeah. And, 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 and I agree that, that people have made this so, so hard. You know, one of the things that Charles Fillmore and what unity was all about was unity school of practical Christianity, you know, right. was practical Christianity, things right. that we can apply. I talk about a system, but the system is not a complicated system. The system is just simply a philosophy of living. It is based upon principles and precepts that I have collected and put together for the ease of individuals. A few years ago, when I had wrote uh, my previous book, The 14 Principles to Power, Faith, and Living, a uh, matter of fact, Cheryl Underwood, uh, I met her, uh, you know, our homegirl, um, the comedian and, and talk show host, I had met her. Uh, at an event uh, at the Beverly Wilshire. And she had asked me, you know, she's like, okay, she's all excited, you know, uh, Reverend Keith, you know, and she says, but uh, why would somebody, you know, read your book? I mean, why would, you know, somebody, you know, uh, have to deal with a system of principles and all that? Why don't they just read the Bible? And what I, and what I shared with her, and I share this in my introduction, is that, you know, there are so many teachings there's so many philosophies, there's so many theologies, there's so many doctrinal, uh, doctrinal positions, uh, denominational positions rather. And what I have done and what I feel my calling is, is to practically put things in place that people can be able to then apply to their lives. This was really born out of a seminar that I did for years called the Destiny Course, which is available online. People can get that information at krlm.org. But what I did uh, was I, I, I would teach, you know, how you can be able to have results in your life. You know, as uh, Reverend Ike, which I borrowed from, says that, you know, basically, uh, you know, it's about love, health, happiness, success, prosperity, abundance, and wealth. That is what most people are wanting in their lives. But yet, as Thoreau had shared, the masses of men and women live lives of quiet desperation. I deal with that is that they just don't know how to get there. They don't know how to be able to get the results. So I may have my good job and I'm happy, but, you know, I'm, I'm content, but I'm not happy. You know, and so I know that there's more. I, you know, I, I have a, a, a good woman or a good man, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really feeling love. And so what 
I've done in the destiny system is really a, a step by step looking at principles and precepts of how we can be able to have the love, the good health and well-being, the success, prosperity, abundance and wealth that we desire and deserve in, in life and doing that in a practical way. Because it drives me crazy, man. I'm telling you, where you know everybody's so deep, so heavy, yeah. And oh, it's so wonderful. And then nobody's producing and or 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 um, demonstrating, and uh, and 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 results don't you know are like very sporadic. And so my thing is about look, I want to see results in your life. It may not be pretty how we get there, but look, I'm going to produce results. I am the reverend of results. <laughs> All right, All right. And, and, I be, and I believe that that's really the acid test of new thought. I call it preferred demonstrations. Mm-hmm. We're always demonstrating. There's no such thing as not demonstrating. To think yes. will produce a result. To feel will produce a result. To mm-hmm. speak produces results. To act and react produces results. Mm-hmm. The real key is what type of results do I desire? Yes. You know, and, and you know, in the Sermon on the Mount by Emmett Fox, which is one of my favorite books. He talks about in the chapter by their fruits, you know, what is basically what I call the acid test of this teaching. Mm-hmm. And he says it's demonstration. He said, you know, we don't debate philosophy. We don't debate theological position. We debate the validity of it based upon the demonstration. That's why Jesus said by their fruits, you will know them. You can't judge. Excuse me. He said, uh, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And if we look at the tree as the belief systems that you've been talking about, mm-hmm. then what is the result of the way you think? What is the results of, of the way you believe? What is What are the results of how you talk? What are the results of what you do. And I think what you're saying, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think what you're saying is the destiny system is a by their fruits you shall know them system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all about demonstration. One of my spiritual teachers, uh, who you introduced me to, my spiritual mother, uh, Dr. Helen Ward Carey, Uh, shared with me the importance of demonstration when I uh, first really started studying. And a matter of fact, that that whole image, uh, Fox uh, quote, is is very uh, precious to me because, again, at a point in my life uh, when I met you and Helen, as you um, can recall, uh, first of all, um, uh, W. Clement Stone had just died. Uh, Mr. Stone, I had met many years as a teenager and was a mentor for me. I was at his funeral and in, in Evanston, Illinois that year, and everybody talked about how happy he was. Oh, he was such a happy man. And I was sitting there because I was unhappy because my life was kind of like raggedy at that point in time. And and uh, matter of fact, Reverend Johnny told me even stop talking about all of this stuff because because I, w- I would talk to her sometimes and lament and she says look I can't talk to you until you get over that stuff because I don't want it in my consciousness That's <laughs> That's why she, was. <laughs> I mean, she was I mean straight yeah. with no chase right yeah so so one of the things that 
I was attracted me and drew me so much was that I wanted to demonstrate, you know, love. I, I wanted to have a, a happy marriage and relationship. I wanted to be able to have good health and well-being. I wanted to have those things demonstrated in my life because the stuff that I realized that now I had to realize is Helen helped me see that I was the creator of those things through my consciousness at that point. So I was complaining every time I, you know, I come in, I read the books and I say, yeah, but you know, I'm in this traditional church, but all of these things. And from that, Helen says, Keith, you created that Johnny, you created that, you know, telling me, and I wanted to demonstrate, you know, another reality. And that started driving me toward really looking at these principles, uh, meditating on them and learning techniques. And, and, um, and that's another part of the destiny system where I go over, you know, techniques as, you know, meditation is very important. Um, you know, affirmations are very important, you know, the denials and affirmations using those things to create really the reality of what I really wanted and really deserved and in, in my life. And also that's another thing about we can talk about because a lot of folk don't feel like they deserve much <laughs> but, and I yeah. have to work through that as well. <laughs> so. yeah. well. Well, part of that comes from the belief in traditional religion, you know, where, you know, a lot of religious systems, philosophies and teachings tell people that there is basically a virtue in poverty. Yes. And, you know, and I'm not saying that money makes a person, inherently better than anybody else what i am saying though is what reverend ike said even misery goes better with money <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and 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 i'm unapologetic in regards to the message of prosperity and abundance right. you know and and that's an, that's one of the things that i discuss in the book as well about that belief because we have been um, brainwashed, and, and and this comes from my my um, my studies, and 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 I did a study, and I've written about this uh, extensively, and spoken about it extensively. Remnants of well, uh, religion of oppression, and remnants of slave religion, and particularly um, those that are African American or Latino, or those that come from oppressed backgrounds. We were fed a a tradition of Christianity, a version of Christianity that told us that, again, the virtue in poverty, uh, struggle, we got to climb up the rough sides of the mountain, uh, you are not worthy. And that's always was amazing to me because they talk about the blood of Jesus, but then they still tell me that I'm unworthy. And I was like, okay, that don't make sense to me. But yet when, when, when I began to understand looking at the scriptures, when you see in Genesis one, you know, uh, which I reject the notion of original sin, I talk about the notion of original blessing. And the original blessing that we had is that we were created and made in the likeness in the image of God. And he gave humanity dominion and authority and power over the works of his hands. And in addition to that, in Genesis 2-7, he breathed into, into humanity and we became living beings. And, and so spiritual beings made and created in his likeness and in his image. So I can't subscribe to... 
I'm not worthy because when I look at um, Psalm 82.6, favorite verse, that ye are gods, lowercase g, O-D-S, right? Uh, in, in Hebrew, it's Elohim, which is the generic word for God. He says that ye are gods, for you are children of the Most High God. Now, no, no one argues that we are uh, children of the Most High God. But they get a problem with the first part, the predicate of that sentence, that we are gods. Right. Well, well, hold it. That's what our book of authority says, that we are manifestations. We are expressions of God. And so when I came to that realization, and really that's what the destiny system is is really based upon, that we are spiritual beings created in this wonderful spiritual universe. We are manifestations of God, and he has given us these wonderful, this wonderful system of, of laws and, and principles. When we operate out of that, we are limitless. And matter of fact, that was all that Jesus did. You know, Jesus as being way sure. He just showed us how to be able to operate in the fullness of the Father, utilizing the spiritual laws and principles. So those things that, that they thought were miracles, you know, it was just simply a, res- uh, a, a, a response to spiritual law. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah. I can go yeah. on and on, as you know, yeah. as, as we both can. <laughs> yeah, I, I, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we have a, a, about two minutes before the break, so I do want to give a quick little commercial and give the number – if. If anybody wants to call in after the break, first of all, the number is 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. One more time, 816-251-3555. If you want to ask the Reverend Keith Russell Lee a question about the Destiny System, or more importantly, if you have a direct question about how you can work it to get your breakthrough, call in and ask it is important that you give yourself access to people who have created techniques and have discovered principles of success and have worked it and taught other people how to work it. Because one of the things that we have to be mindful of as a society, and, uh, you know, and Keith talked about this a little bit earlier, we who have come out of oppressed backgrounds sometimes have to do a little bit more of a heavy lift. In other words, you have to immerse yourself in a little bit more. You got to do more work. You got to do more systematic thinking because you don't even know the unconscious blind beliefs that are inherited culturally. It's just they show up and that's what it is. The, so make sure that if you have a break, you want a breakthrough, call in and ask the question, hey, I'm working with this. And how can I use what you are teaching to help me get my breakthrough? The other thing that I want to talk about quickly is that this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely receive, freely give, my request is that you go to unityonlineradio.org or the shortcut unity.fm and click on the donate button and help support this online ministry that goes all over the world. I also have a Facebook page. Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. My request is that you go on to Facebook, that you like the page, that you give it a five-star rating, and you write a positive review. It helps with the algorithms. The other thing is we want to make sure that you check out the show on iTunes Podcast. Again, write a review. Do what needs to be done as far as that is concerned. And, And also on Stitcher. A lot of people with Android phones use the Stitcher radio app. 
to listen to the show. So make sure you do all of those things, make it work, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, please make your donation today by going to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Ogan Holder, speaking at Unity on the River in Amesbury, Massachusetts, on living an abundant life. Examine your life, whatever you may think is missing or lacking or you wish you had. Realize that you are bearing false witness against your true self and speak words of abundance to it. Speak words of truth to it and to yourself and repeat them over and over again until you have brainwashed yourself into believing that you are divine. The moment you begin to think and speak as if truly you are the embodiment of all that is. This is the only thing we gotta get in through our thick skulls. Living the abundant life is not about what we have. Living the abundant life is realizing that we have it all. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear their beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. Call today, 816-969-2000. Would you like to experience more peace and joy in your life through A Course in Miracles? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley support you in discovering the powerful life lessons available through this unique spiritual thought system that teaches the way to love and peace is through forgiveness. Join Jennifer every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central for A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, to experience the healing for yourself on Unity Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have on line with me the Reverend Keith Russell Lee, uh, the author and creator of the Destiny System, 
Uh, and we've been jamming. It's been like a jazz session. We've just been doing it, making it happen. So, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, so we have a caller on the line right now. Caller, are you there? Hello, caller, are you there? Can you hear us? Yes. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi there, Reverend Carey. Yes. How you doing there? I have uh, this is Galen McDowell, and I, you know, I have Keith Russell Lee, your son, or two of your sons, on the phone at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And how? And how are you, Reverend Helen? I'm great. That is wonderful. I know you're doing always like God. I just talked to you a couple of days now, ago. Love now, you. <laughs> I have to ask you a question, though. You told me you were my son, and then you <laughs> called me Reverend Helen. Well, that's because we were on the radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's good hearing your voice. Always call me to Reverend Sel- uh, uh, Helen when I'm. Getting ready to put you to bed. Still call me Reverend Helen. If I'm, if I'm giving you a shower, get it. call me Reverend Helen. I'm feeding you. Okay? So, yeah, so we just wanted to just touch base with you really quickly and, you know, and just, you know, just publicly acknowledge what you've seated in okay. both of us, not just both of us, because in our movement, you're the teacher of teachers. You taught at one point every minister and every teacher in a universal foundation for better living and beyond. Uh, so many people received your instruction, your guidance, your mentorship, your love, your grace. And, you know, on behalf of all the listeners of this show who might not be aware because they live in other places, the person that's on the phone right now was the person who I, who, stayed on me so much that in her, in her class, I, I couldn't ask questions because she said, you won't allow me to evaluate the other students. <laughs> she told me, well, I answered all the questions in every class. <laughs> That's right. That's why. Mm-hmm. So, so, so yes. thank you so much. Oh, you are welcome. And, and Helen, I just also want to be able to say thank you because as you know, um, from the very first time that we met, when Galen introduced us in the bookstore, and as you were curious about that young man that kept on coming in every week buying books and coming back the following week, he says, now, uh, young man, who are you? And and uh, you, you embraced me as your son. And uh, all that I have created and developed these past few years in terms of my uh, spiritual uh, walk has been a direct result of the teaching and the time that you have really invested in me. And um, thank you for seeing uh, God in me. Thank you for seeing the full potentiality of what I can be. And you never allowed me to rest upon uh, my laurels or rest upon being just satisfied, but to always continue to grow and to expand. And, and so I just want to publicly say thank you. And matter of fact, in the book, The Destiny System, A Spiritual Guide to Creating the Life You Desire and Deserve, 
there's a special acknowledgement where I take a whole page and I give just an acknowledgement to all that you have brought me. And your name is also on the book with me. So I'm really blessed that on on at least two of my books, I've, I had a foreword by Johnny, and I have a special acknowledgement now to you, Helen. Bless your heart. Uh, yes. I saw in you something, and I knew that if you developed it, it would be wonderful. But I'm still going to be on you if I see things that you need to lay to the side and 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 listen only to God telling you what to say. And that's in calling me Reverend Carey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Keith, one of the other persons, also on the line with Reverend Carey is Crystal Crockett, I know you know her from around Christ Universal Temple. Oh, that's my sister. Oh, yes. How, Hi, you, doing? how, how are you doing, you? Crystal? I'm great, darling. How are you? I'm I doing great. How are you, Keith? I am doing Good. like God, and it is wonderful to hear your voice after... Uh, it's been a while since last talking to you. Yes, it has been. It's good to hear your voice as well, and it's great to see that you're still continuing to do great things and, and help everyone to uh, be their better self. So I, I'm, I'm real glad to hear that. Thank you. And Crystal, uh, Reverend Galen, played a very major part in, in uh, because when I would come to Christ Universal Temple, most often time after I did my two services, I would come over there and I would um, receive or I would come during the week. Crystal always was there to kind of help me navigate <laughs> and to get around and, uh, and 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 just also be just a a, a good friend. And so um, I, I thank I thank God for you, and I thank for thank you for manifesting the Spirit of God in you. Well, thank well, you. Well, th thank you. Well, thank you both. I have another call I have to get to, but thank you all for calling in. Love you both, and um, let's continue just to. Be about the work and helping people live better lives. God bless you both. Take Thank care. You. Love you too. All right. Thank you so much Love you. for calling. So, so um, we have another caller on the line, uh, uh, Reverend Elitris. Uh, Reverend Elitris, are you there? Yes. Hey there. How you doing? It's good to hear your voice. Good morning. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Make time. Let me let me know next time you're in Chicago so I can make sure I see your face. I will, yes, I will. So, so and how are morning, you, Reverend, Reverend Elitris Keith. Harris? Good morning, Reverend Keith. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um I was listening um to the show and I've been following you for some time. And I'd love to have you speak to um the spiritual element of your system. Because uh, I know that, you know, coming from New Thought and we, you know, hold prayer and meditation and the silence very close to our study um, or our journey and walk. Um, how does your system speak to that and um, how we might be able to continue to use those staples or the tools um, as we move through this system? Okay. Thank you for the question. That's a good question. Well, first of all, again, as I had shared, that we are spiritual beings and we are manifestations of God and beautiful expressions of, of all that that God is. And from that, our true spiritual nature 
and this is a very key point, our true spiritual nature is divine. It is God. Uh, for the most part, the human race consciousness focuses upon uh, what theologically we call the flesh or the ego. And so from that, the system talks about eradicating really the ego and remaining on the spiritual plane, remaining upon, as uh, Abraham calls it, that high-flying disc and staying there. Now, how do we do that? Well, we have um, spiritual tools. We have cer certain strategies. Amongst them is, is prayer. Prayer, uh, and I, I love how Reverend Galen always, as he taught me, always define what you mean, because uh -huh. people have different definitions. And so, as you know, uh, Reverend Elitris, as you've been in seminars and workshops and all, um, prayer is communion with God. It's it is that communion that we have in in oneness. It is not us then begging for something outside of ourselves. It is not beseeching, but it is really aligning with the Christ within. A uh, matter of fact, Jesus demonstrated that when he had said, uh, "Nevertheless, not my will." but thy will be done. He then aligned, he then attuned. So it's really understanding our divinity. It is then align, aligning and attuning with God. And then it's continuing to walk within those um, spiritual principles and laws and using every tool that's at our disposal. And I, and, I, and I quantify those tools as far as speaking affirmative words, uh, so shall I word go forth, it shall not come back void. We cannot be speaking negatively. We have to speak what we want. We have to continue to focus our thoughts and attention upon the things that we desire and what we want and not what we don't want. Because if we think about what we don't want, that's going to manifest. So it's all of the basic um, principles of uh, that will keep us aligned and attuned. Did that answer your question? Yes, and um, just to confirm that there are some step-by-step -step, um, instructions in the system of how some a lay person uh, coming into the system might be able to do that. Yes, and it is a step-by-step -step process. I uh, initially, the book is really into two parts. The first part deals with all of the spiritual principles and laws, as many of the key ones like, um, you know, the principle of prayer or uh, seed time and harvest, the importance of what we sow and reap, the other aspects of demonstrating and, and all. And then the second part of the book deals with very practical ways that we can be able to then demonstrate it in our lives, where I deal with, for instance, um, getting over our fiction, as I call it. And the fiction is the story that we have created about our lives and why our lives are the way it is, and detailing how then we can get past that and then rewrite a new chapter. It's um, I, I learned from, from, from Neville um, uh, through many of his books and lectures. Neville talked about that we are the producers directors and stars of our own lives and i show you how you can really write your own story of your life to create what you desire and deserve step by step and then sometimes people will say you know but i've messed up oh god you know i've i've sinned 
uh, you know, and uh, what does that mean? You know, because if you've messed up, you know, there's no failure. There's only feedback. That's that's the one one lesson I've learned by. And you just got to learn how to do it over. But yet I, I show you how you can do even a rewrite of your life and eradicate even the memories of what those things were in your life and move toward building and creating the life you desire and deserve. Well, that's great. It just sounds like a wonderful system. I can't wait to try it and implement it in my own life and uh, classes. Um, thank you. Thank you yes, for matter, your journey. Matter of fact, if, uh, I, I, would, I like to do this for you, Reverend Elytris, as well as uh, those that are listening. For the next uh, three to five callers that call in, let's just say the next five callers that call in, uh, I will send you uh, a, a uh, an autographed copy gratis you know uh you know as far as that is concerned so reverend letris you got a copy (laughs) um and i'll get your address and then likewise for those that are calling in but you can go to krlm.org krlm.org which is the website and you can be able to see uh really all of the resources that i have but also get the copy of the book for those that are listening but for the next five callers you can get a free book so, so I would you. assume that. Thank you, Reverend Elitris. Uh, thank you. It, is, great it was great hearing your voice. Galen, great work. Thank you. You take care now, okay? Okay, thanks. All right. So I want to make sure that I give the number out for those who need it 816 251 3555. Get you a free book, free autograph book. So make sure that you take advantage of the opportunity. 816-251-3555. Now, uh, where can they get the book otherwise? Let's give all of the information. Where can, at the Amazons, the websites, all of that. Understand Let's make sure we get all of that information to the people. Okay, right now you can get The Destiny System, A Spiritual Guide to Creating the Life You Desire and Deserve by Keith Russell Lee. You can get that at, first of all, my website, which I want to encourage you to go to my website, subscribe, krlm.org krlm.org you also can be able to right now get the digital copy of the book for kindle at amazon.com and uh, also amazon will be uh, also having the audible um, book or the audiobook uh, on the Audible platform coming this Friday. So you can go to Amazon.com for the the digital products, if you will, of the book, and go to my website for the the actual uh, physical, tangible uh, paperback. Krlm.org. It will be the best, and I want to share this. And this is this money back guarantee, but it will be the best twenty dollars that you'll ever invest in your life. But uh, Reverend, but can I say this? Because it was something that you shared as we were going into the last break. You had shared uh, that, you know, some of us that come from different backgrounds, we have a lot of heavy lifting to do to get beyond all of those uh, disempowered beliefs of the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to piggyback on that, if you will, because, you know, um, you know, our minds have been really polluted by so much. You know, um, when I start telling people that you are divine, a lot of times you say, well, what, what, I don't, I don't deserve much. I don't, you know, I'm not, but they have all of that conditioning. Ruiz calls it domestication. 
that they have to get out of. And this book is a start of that. And other tools and resources that I have is a start. You have to be able to build your faith and starve those doubts. You've got to be able to renew and transform your mind. And tools and resources like the Destiny System are the very things that will help you to continue to keep on that high-flying disc, or as I say, to stay in the realm of the Spirit. Beautiful, beautiful. I think that that's where where it really is. When it's all said and done, that's where it really is. We have, I, I, I want to make sure that I do cover one question that I really want to make sure I, I, I got out of you for today. Chapter, uh, chapter 5, the seven-point plan for success. I know you can't give a complete overview, <laughs> but what's the, the gist of it? What's the gist? Well, the seven-point plan for success is is actually, first of all, understanding what is success. Because, again, we have all of these ideas and concepts of what success is. Most oftentimes, we focus upon, you know, material things and goals and accolades. Those are much more uh, attributes of success, but it's not necessarily success. I define success, first of all, as a psychology of, of being, and then define success as being your authentic self with resources that are abundant and plentiful, with the personal freedom that does not make the individual beholden to anyone or anything. So when I'm truly successful, I'm being who God has made me to be. And the seven-point plan for success are basically the seven steps that you take to be able to do that. Like number one, destiny. You know, you everyone has a destiny. Everyone has something God has called them to do. I believe destiny is purpose. Purpose is God's original intention for your life. And so it's embracing that destiny that God has for you. The second thing is then passion, because destiny equals passion. When I understand my passion, I, uh, my destiny, I then develop a passion, which is a strong feeling and enthusiasm. It's excitement. It's a zeal. It is what I call being psyched, jazzed, and juiced. And then I talk about desire, because there's a lot of times people will say, oh, okay, I, you know, I, I, I have all these things, but there's no true desire. And desire is when there's that insatiable yearning. And I talk about how that's a very major part. And then the practical thing is establish a plan because I can have all of that. But if I don't have a plan, how I'm going to walk in my personal freedom, how I'm going to be able to truly be who I am and how that is expressed in the world, I'm just going to have all of this zeal and nothing to show for it. And then I talk about number five, going full throttle. And going full throttle for me is just simply going with reckless abandonment and doing it. You know, there's a lot of times uh, what happens um, what happens with a lot of people is that, you know, we fill our notebooks and particularly within new thought circles. We are so heavy. We're so deep. But nobody ever goes for it. You know, we, we got the truth, but nobody goes for it. So I say go full throttle. And uh, when I was at the last panorama of truth that I spoke at was in uh, San Antonio. And I, I, I talked about how I learned how to swim. Everybody else was jumping into the pool at the Harvey YMCA on 154th Street. And I wanted to learn how to, how to swim. So I saw everybody else dive in the pool in the deep end. So I just dove into the deep end. And guess what? I learned how to swim. That's what's going full throttle. And then the next thing you've got to do is assess the plan. Because you can have a plan. 
You can go full throttle, but what if it's not working? Well, you've got to assess the plan because there's a lot of times people say, well, I have this truth. It is there, and it's like going up against a brick wall and hitting it, hitting it, hitting it every time. And it's like, listen, dude, that's not wisdom, <laughs> you know? You've got to walk in the wisdom of knowing you have to assess the plan. And then number seven, as you assess it, you've got to be flexible to be able to change it. And that's a lot of times where, you know, people get really kind of, oh, this is the way it has to be. No, you've got to be flexible to be able to listen to uh, the spirit of God, listen to the voices of wisdom, to be able to do something different and go into another direction. And that's the seven point. Um, plan for success. Those are the seven elements that are there in, 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 in summary. That was a great summary. So, so again, to the listeners, you want to get this material, you want to get this book and then you want to take actions action on it because when it's all said and done, as Reverend Keith just said, action does it. Eventually you have to get to the place to where it's not theoretical. You have to do something. Now, let me just be clear, because as pure metaphysicians, we both know that sometimes sometimes the action is be still and know that I am God. Sometimes that is the action. Mm-hmm. That's not the only action. And if we and there are times when we're supposed to be in action, and then there's times when we're supposed to be still. And if we're not listening to the inner guidance to know when we need to take action and when we need to be still, we could not necessarily be in alignment with how spirit is leading us to act at any given moment. I think it's really important because I think that in our field, the metaphysical Christian world, new thought, etc., there are a lot of folks who, as Eric Butterworth would say, are overread and underdone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is so true. We have gotten all the theory and all the things. You know, I, 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 when I first got New Thought, because, you know, of course, I had this burgeoning uh, traditional church in Hoffman Estates, you know, Illinois, three services, all this stuff going on. Then I met Johnny and Helen and, you know, coming to Christ Universal Temple, you know, on a Sunday morning, four or 5,000 people. Man, I'm thinking, man, this is everybody in New Thought is huge. Wow. Then I started going around the country and going to places, you know, and uh, I'm not, you know, sharing anything negative, but it bothered me that we have this wonderful truth, but yet we, it was manifesting in such a small level. And when I was started talking and, and, I, and I coached some, some ministers in, in unity and some ministers within CSL and, and traditional ministers, one thing is that we start talking about is really, you know what, we got the principles, just apply it. And all we have to do is apply. And when we apply it, going full throttle, listening to the spirit of God within us, we will be all that we can be. Well, I'm going to tell you a funny story one day. This is years ago, years ago, probably around the time you and I met. I was um, home one day on a weekday, which normally wouldn't happen. For whatever reason, I took a day off. It was a holiday. I don't know what it was. So I turned the TV on and I'm flipping through the TV and I... Uh, Turned to Dr. Leroy Thompson, you know, the money cometh guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm listening to him. I said, let's see what he has to say. And because, you know, I'm known for my recall. I remember what I read mm-hmm. almost verbatim. Yes. <laughs> and I'm listening to his sermon and I'm saying, well, wait a minute. I know this and I know that. And I was like, so he should be saying this next. 
And then he should be saying this next. I said, oh, I know what's happening. So I got out of bed, ran downstairs, got my book Prosperity by Charles Fillmore. Got back in bed, <laughs> opened it up, and he was literally preaching word, word for word the first chapter of the book Prosperity. Word for word. Wow. No changes. But he was calling it Revelation. Because he didn't want to tell the people that he was reading this heretical work called New Thought <laughs> out of the co-founder of Unity. It was hilarious. So it was faith revelation instead of just admitting that you're reading word for word out of the book, out of Charles Fillmore's book. You know, so many times, and, and matter of fact, I, I, I will, this is full disclosure, which I know you know. One of the things that held me back for many years was because I was always dealing with the uh, tension and conflict that, man, if I really come out of the closet, my, my metaphysical Christian new thought closet, man, I'm not going to be accepted. And, and man, I can lose everything, you know, and, and people are not going to receive it. And then I began to really understand. It's interesting because I spent three years in, in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, studying under um, Dr. Mike Murdoch uh, of the Wisdom Center. And uh, me and Dr. Murdoch talked extensively. And Dr. Murdoch teaches, he's, he reads everybody and everything. And he teaches from that information and knowledge that he gathers. And he's in the traditional context. But, you know, I began to realize that as, as, as um, Charles Fillmore has shared, Charles has shared that there is a coming of the time, and I'm trying to remember the exact quote, but I'll just paraphrase, where people are coming into the knowledge of the law of spirit. And so I believe that, you know, now what we're seeing is people are coming. I mean, because, again, you listen to a Joel Osteen or you listen to, uh, you know, anybody, name anybody. I mean, they're teaching the same principles. But guess what? It's the same book that we are reading from. You know? So we're going to have to close, uh, Reverend Keith, because we're, we run out of time. Okay. So, <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the call. I mean, this was powerful. This worked. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.